substantiate, to establish by proof or competent evidence. Welcome back to another episode of the Substantiate Podcast, where every week I discuss a new hypothetical matchup with a guest. I'm the host, William Glasser, and today I am joined by Ash Lavery to discuss soccer players boxing. Ash, tell us about your background in soccer and boxing. In soccer, obviously I call it football from back home, but yeah, soccer, um, all my life I've been playing it. As a kid in, in England, that's, that's all you know, really. You get brought up playing football, you get brought up watching football. So I've been playing since a young age and I've been watching since a young age. And moving to Australia, the hardest thing has been not being able to go to any games. Not that we can at the moment anyway. So. <laughs> all right. Before we begin, make sure to follow us at Substantiate Pod on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And you can go to our website, substantiatepod.com. This week's topic, as I mentioned earlier, is soccer players boxing. So Ash helped me by creating several matchups between some of today's top soccer players. Some of our matchups will consist of Messi versus Ronaldo, Ramos versus Suarez, Van Dyke versus Ibrahimovic, Neymar versus Hazard, and Buffin versus Nier. We'll start it off with Messi versus Ronaldo. So, um, Messi Ronaldo is generally the big debate um, of who is the best player ever. Um, not just today; they're currently playing, obviously, but who is the best player ever? And I'm a Messi. I'm a Messi boy, but uh, it's it's quite split fifty-fifty. So, in terms of what they both have is um, Messi's won the World Player of the Year six times and Ronaldo's won it five times. Um, and then in terms of the goals, they do ridiculous numbers. So Messi's played 868 games. He scored 704 goals and has 298 assists. Ronaldo's played 1,014 games, 737 goals, and 218 assists. So you can already tell you know, those numbers are ridiculous. So if I could put it into terms of um, Amer- American sports, it would be Jordan LeBron. Would that be the best comparison, I'd, I'd imagine? Um, other than the fact that they're from different generations. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of the debate, I would say yeah. so. And so Messi is five foot seven, 143 pounds. And Ronaldo is 6'1", 179 pounds. So Ronaldo's a little bit taller and a little bit bigger, but that doesn't really matter when it comes to soccer. No. So for soccer, that's obviously not an issue. Um, But when we're talking about boxing, as it's a fantasy fight, you sort of may have to take into consideration that, um, you know, maybe sort of even the odds and say you'd, they would both be the similar size because obviously in real life, I think yeah. Ronaldo would, uh, I think, punch him up fairly convincingly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you think would be more agile, has better agility? Um, so definitely Messi. Um, if you look at his his goals, he's very, he's got a low center of gravity. 
Um, and he's very agile, nimble in between players. And it's not to say Ronaldo's not, but he's definitely more of a physical specimen. Yeah. And s- right. So then you said that Ronaldo definitely, might be yeah. stronger, though. And so who do you think has more motivation or of an ego to defend? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it would definitely be Ronaldo. Um in 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 soccer he's definitely known as the the big ego um he does a lot of brand work he's um he does a lot of weights and exercise and stuff so you can see uh, he cares about his image whereas messi's always been a bit more for the team um and um a team player and um, shown by his assists which would um maybe not translate as well in boxing as it's um you know not a team sport yeah now let's move on to ramos versus suarez so ramos suarez is a much more better contested in terms of size so ramos being six foot um suarez being five foot ten um similar weight as well um suarez actually weighing a bit more um from my research anyway despite being Despite being that bit smaller, um, would would uh, be a fight at the cruiserweight division, which is the one below heavyweight. Um, and yeah, gone. Yep. Yeah, and Suarez, he's a little bit bigger, like you were saying, one ninety pounds. And so again, in this matchup, who is more agile, has better agility? It's quite a hard one to say. They're probably fairly evenly matched. Um, I'd probably maybe just give it to Suarez um, as an attacking player compared to Ramos. He's, you know, got to be that bit more mobile. Um, he's known from being a bit agile and getting in between players and stuff. But um, that's not to say Ramos yeah. is um, yeah. is good in that in that terms as well. And what about strength? Who is stronger? Who's going to have a bigger punch? Um, I would definitely go with Ramos. Um, Suarez is um, very aggressive, but Ramos um, is being that bit taller. Um, and yeah, I think you'd have a bit, a bit more about a bit more behind that right hand. Yep. And then last question here. Who do you think has a bigger ego to defend or larger motivation? I think ego-wise would be Ramos. Um, he's played in a Real Madrid side that's been known for sort of being big egos and stuff like that. Um, I would say they're both very similar, but maybe Ramos just nicks it. Um, but yeah, before we move on on this one, this was one of my favourites um, in the matchups that I found um, because notably these two have a history of being... Um, Maybe horrible is the term in their sport. So uh, maybe in basketball you'd have the same. You have a dirty player, but yeah. So I'll give you a bit of background on these two. Um, Ramos has he's won everything basically, won everything. Um, but he's also had twenty six red cards, um, which if you put that into context, he's probably had he's probably missed the whole se- he's probably missed the whole season worth of football. Um, just wow. from suspension. Um, and then on the other hand, you've got Suarez, 
and he's actually been um, suspended from football three times for um, fighting players. <laughs> there you go. So that that shows you the um, these two will do anything to win, even if it is beyond the laws of the game. Yeah. All right, so let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we will get into Virgil van Dyke versus Ibrahimovic. Just like last week, between the first and second segment of today's episode, I want to just give you some more information about this episode and this podcast. So, again, I told you last week, um, same thing. The website is www.substantiatepod.com. You need the three W's, don't know why, but you have to. There you can listen to all of our episodes, and every week when a new episode is released, you can find it. Now, you can also find every episode on your podcast app that you're currently listening to this on and on that app please follow or subscribe to us and if you enjoy listening to this podcast and you know someone that you think would be interested please share it with them um just another side note about this episode so i recorded this with ash and he is in australia And we have a 14-hour time difference, so I woke up at 8 a.m. for this. And that's why I sound a little tired, but we got it to work out, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get back to the second segment. Now we will dig into Virgil van Dyke versus Ibrahimovic. Virgil van Dyke, 6'3", 205 pounds. And uh, Ibrahimovic is, he's 6'5", 187 pounds. So he's very tall and has a large ego. And Virgil van Dyke is uh, very athletic. He's a defender. Yeah, so do you have anything else to say about the, uh, those two? Yeah, so this one's an interesting one. It's, um, it's a battle they would have on the pitch um, because a defender coming up against attacker, um, very similar in terms of height um, and stature. They're both big fellas. Um, so, yeah, you would see them doing the battles in the game as well and physically in the air. Um, I would give it to, despite Ibrahimovic being a bit taller, I would give it to Van Dyke. I'm going to try and take my bias out of this one because Van Dyke is a Liverpool player and uh, that is my team. But he is known at the moment as the um, probably the best defender in the world. <clears throat> so, um, you know, he's won there. You know, he's won the league, he's won the Champions League in the last two years. Ibrahimovic is on the downside of his career now. I think he's uh, maybe 37, 38, so that's quite old. Yeah. Um, but he has been known throughout uh, his career as one of the best strikers um, in Europe. And notably, obviously, he has played in, um, in America as well. 
All right, getting back down to agility, strength, ego again. So in this case, who is more agile? Um, it's, it's a close one. They're both pretty agile, but I'd go with Ibrahimovic, I think. Just by looking at some of his goals, um, if you go on YouTube, you can search his goals. He's had some spectacular acrobatic goals. Um, and you um, you don't get them by being uh, not agile. So I think uh, I think he'd pick this one, definitely. Yeah. Then what about strength? Who's got the stronger punch? Uh, I'll definitely give this one to Van Dyke. I mean, Ibrahimovic, to be fair to him, has actually a background in martial arts. Um, there's been clips of him um, kicking his fellow players in the head, lightly, I will, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but whereas Van Dyke, he's a bigger player um, in terms of his, not in terms of height, but in terms of sort of build. Um, so he'll have a bit more weight behind yep. those punches, and I think they'll do a bit more damage. And our last category, motivation slash ego. Who's got the bigger ego to defend? So this is definitely Ibrahimovic. Um, he's probably one of the biggest egos ever to play football. Um, and I'll give you a few quotes. He said, that if you search quotes on Google, there's, like, there's so many of them. Uh, one is, I can't help but laugh at how perfect I am. <laughs> Also compared himself to a Ferrari. And then just at the age, I think he was maybe 18, 19, he was a youngster at Ajax in Holland. He got offered a trial at Arsenal, one of the big clubs at the time. Um, and in response to a big club offering him a trial, he said Zlatan doesn't do auditions. <laughs> now that is a big ego. <laughs> that is a big ego, you're right. All right, so let's move on to Neymar versus Hazard. Again, Neymar is kind of in between Messi and Neymar and uh, in between Messi and Ronaldo in height, 5'9", 154 pounds. Another big ego um, from Paris Saint-Germain in Hazard. I didn't have anything on him. <laughs> That's all right. I've got plenty. Um, so this one would be quite an interesting one. They're quite similar. Um, in size and very similar in player. Um, so Hazard, um, twice at seven, 163 pounds. Um, if they were fighting in a match or boxing match, it would be at super middleweight, super welterweight. Oh no, sorry. No. So Hazard's a bit bigger. So they would probably meet in the middle, um, at middleweight. Um, so they're, they're quite similar. Um, Hazard's a bit stockier in terms of size, whereas Neymar's a bit slighter. Um, but they play very same. They're very flash, um, very sort of flamboyant wingers. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yes, that's in their boxing again. Yep. So, uh, agility. Who's got the better agility, more agile? Um, this one's quite a, quite a hard one. Um, they're both quite agile. The way they play wingers tend to have to be agile and quick. Um I would probably give it to Neymar. Um, him being that more slight, he's um, sort of a bit quicker off the mark um, and a bit more agile. Um, whereas leading to your next question, Hazard got a bit more behind him. He's a bit stronger, which would probably give him the bigger punch. Um, he's well known 
in football for having a big behind. Um, <laughs> and a lot of your power comes from your legs and your hips in boxing. So um, I think, yeah, he'd have it a bit more behind him than Neymar. Yeah, I can picture him like in the WWE, which is different, but still like jumping off a ladder and slamming yeah. someone on the ground or on a table. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to our last matchup, Buffin versus Neer. So before we move on quickly, I just want to say one more thing. Um, so Neymar in terms of, um, I was just going to, about his ego. He's also another very yeah. big ego and he's very flash and flamboyant. And one thing I would say is if you wanted to compare anyone in the boxing world to Neymar, go and watch clips of Prince Nazim Ahmed. And he is, he would do front flips into the ring. He did a ring walk flying in on a flying carpet. So yeah, if you want Neymar in boxing, it's Prince Nazim Ahmed. <laughs> All right, so now on to Buffin versus Nier. Buffin is six foot two, one hundred eighty-two pounds, and Nier is six foot four inches, two hundred three pounds. They're both big guys. Nier is a little heavier, but in terms of size, they're very close. Yeah. So, um, in terms of um, yeah, you're right, and you know that it'd be an even matchup. Both goalkeepers as well. That's why I chose this one. Um, so it's a little bit different. Um, they're sort of both widely renowned as two of the, sort of the best keepers of their generation. Buffon maybe being the generation before. He's 42 now, so he's a bit of an old man. Um, but he's still playing at the top level. Yeah. Um, so it would be an interesting matchup nonetheless. Yeah, and so... For agility for this one, it's interesting because, you know, all goalies have to be agile. You know, they have to move and make sudden decisions and which uh, which way to dive and stuff. So, I mean, this one you said Buffin is on the down or on the decline. He's a bit older. So it looks like you're going to have to give agility in this one to Nier just because he's a little younger. Unless you think different. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, Buffon's still agile, um, but his, the way he's, um, the way he sort of plays now is more of an intelligence positioning um, to sort of combat the fact that he's not as agile anymore. Uh, Neuer's also always been well-renowned as being agile and being sort of a bit of a lunatic keeper. Um, he's very good. He's won everything there is. But um, the new age keeper um, has to come out of their box quite a lot now. And there's times he would be on the halfway line, um, diving headers, clearing the ball like that. And he's actually requested <laughs> to play midfield before, but his manager didn't there. <laughs> wow. So now with strength, who's got the bigger punch. Now this one, you know, Nier is 40 pounds heavier than Buffin. So... I mean, in terms of that, they probably might not be in the same weight class. Mm. I think it's a hard one, definitely. Um, you'd, you'd maybe just give it to the younger man. Yeah. I mean, in boxing, you know, um, power can sometimes leave you a little bit as you get older. Um, 
or at least your sharpness and your timing and speed, which, you know, translates into power. So I'll probably just give it to Neuer, but I feel like I'm doing both on hard down buys. He's probably one of the best keepers ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then our last category, uh, motivation and ego. Now, Buffin, you know, if he's on the decline, he might want to prove himself again. And so I think that maybe he has bigger motivation in this matchup. Yeah, I think I'll agree with you there. I wasn't sure, but I think what you said there, yeah, I think as an older guy, he wants to prove himself to the younger man and he doesn't want to get beat by the younger man. So um, I definitely think Buffon maybe have that edge in terms of wanting to prove himself over the younger keeper of Norway. Yeah. Let's take one last quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk about some other players that might have been interesting to see fight, but that we didn't talk about yet today. Are you looking for the perfect gift or party favor? Look no further than Tie-Dye by MS for custom tie-dye clothing and accessories for women, men, and children. You choose the style and colors, and they do the rest. They have lots of different tie-dye techniques to choose from that all look fantastic. And they have amazing low prices for their stunning items. For example, I'm on their website right now, and they sell cropped tank tops for just $12, t-shirts for just $15, kids' t-shirts for $10, and hoodies for $30, as well as many other awesome items and clothing. Check them out on Instagram at tie-dye by MS, and you can visit their website www.tiedeyebyms.com. Again, you can check them out on Instagram at tiedeyebyms and visit their website at www.tiedeyebyms.com. So now we're going to talk about some players and I think one other matchup that we haven't gotten to yet. And they may not be the best soccer players, but they may be um, extreme players. Um, yeah, so what is the first matchup in this sort of category? Um, so the first one is a player called Phil Jones. Um, he currently plays for Manchester United. He's a defender, um, and he's very well known, um, and he's very well memed <laughs> for making very funny faces when he makes challenges. Um, he's um, a bit of an oaf um, and is memed that way, um, and yet not the greatest player. Um, but in a boxing match, I think that would be quite entertaining to see him get fun punched in the face, see what faces he makes that time as well. Yep. So now on to next player or matchup, which is? 
Um, so this is a player called Ali Dia, and not many people might have heard of him because he had a very short-lived career. Um, he basically claimed to be the cousin of an ex-pro called George Weir, who was actually very well, very well known and played across Europe and won, won trophies, was one of the best strikers around. Um, he claimed he was the cousin of George Weir and got, um, and got on one-month contract with Southampton. He got on the pitch and he got substituted straight away because he was that bad. Um, and I would wonder how that would be translated <laughs> to boxing if he would literally walk in the ring, get punched, and the room, and the fight would be over. So <laughs> it's like when you see those clips of the like five second KOs and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, he'd be getting KO'd if it was anything like football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, next one is Jamie Vardy. Um, he's a good player and um, plays in the Premier League and um, plays for Leicester up front. Um, and he's known for sort of being a very working class guy who's come through all the lower leagues. Um, and he's a bit dirty. He's been mean that if he wasn't, um, wasn't a footballer, he'd probably be working on the strip in some sort of indie <laughs> club in, in Spain somewhere. Um, he's got that sort of you know, that sort of attitude about him. like he Sketchy pro- vibe. Sketchy vibe, yeah, exactly. Like, he definitely goes to the pub after the game when he shouldn't be. And I think he was known for drinking Red Bull before the start of games, which I don't think professional athletes should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In terms of boxing, I think I don't think he'd maybe hit the hardest. He's not the least bit slight. But he would probably have a never-say-die attitude and would just be scrapping on the floor even when the bell went. So very aggressive. Very aggressive, yeah. All right. So thanks for coming on to the podcast, Ash. This conversation was really fun, even though I don't know too much about soccer or football. Um, And good luck with whatever comes your way next. Thank you, mate. Thanks for having me. It was great to be on. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on whatever app you listen to this podcast on. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give us a five-star review. Don't forget to come back next week for another amazing episode with a new guest. Once again, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We got all three at SubstantiatePod, and visit our website, SubstantiatePod.com. Also, you can send us an email with questions or comments or just feedback to SubstantiatePod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Substantiate. The best way to help support the show is to, number one, tell your friends about Substantiate. That is the number one way to support us. The second way is to leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Number three, follow us at SubstantiatePod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch.